Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legalshield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. It's never been more important to diversify your financial portfolio. Well, that's right. The S&P is down 20% from the last year, and this year looks even worse. Gold and precious metals offer a hedge against inflation and stock market volatility. And Legacy Precious Metals is the company Ken and I trust. Protect your retirement account by rolling it into a gold-backed IRA or have metals shipped directly to your door. Call our friends at Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or visit buylegacygold.com. This week at Safeway, enjoy big savings with the BOGO sale, where select items throughout the store are buy one, get one free. With this week's BOGO sale, get select meats like Signature Farms 90% lean ground beef or boneless, skinless chicken breasts or thighs, buy one, get one free. Plus, select fresh produce items like one-pound containers of sweet strawberries or containers of blueberries or buy one, get one free. Safeway, come in and explore and see what other deals you can find. Here we go. Who's excited? Anybody? No. Woohoo! There you go. Hey, there's the mother for Mother's Day coming up. You excited? Yes. What are they doing for you? We are going, um, my kids and I are going to go to a restaurant on the beach. That's very nice. You have a son and a daughter, right? I have a son and a daughter, yeah. All right. Yeah. Taking you out special or you're paying? I don't know. We'll have to see. My husband usually goes, but he's uh, he's going to take his mom out. So I'm going to hang out with my kids. I'm sure my kids will pay. They're pretty All right. generous. All right. So you're starting out in a pretty good mood because we're getting right into it here for you. Uh, actually, I didn't have coffee. I forgot to have coffee. So I'm 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 I'm, I'm kind of tired. Are we talking about dead animals? Well, we've been talking about this on and off for weeks. Remember the women that protested at the NBA playoff games? At least the Timberwolves have been eliminated, so that won't be happening anymore. But uh, they were protesting the owner of the Minnesota Timberwolf. Yes, yes. They... One, one woman glued her hands, another one chained herself to the backboard post. Uh, we have details on what's really going on behind all of this, Deborah Mark, and it's not nice. 37 million chickens and turkeys have lost their lives. Oh, my God. 
across the country. 37 million? That is the number we're getting from Bloomberg News. That's what the virus killed. That is unbelievable. Well, I think it's a combination, John, of the virus and the culling. Oh. I, that's what I got for the... See, it says, uh, but, under guidance of the federal government, farms must destroy entire commercial flocks if just one bird tests positive for the virus to stop the spread. So that's what we're looking at. Wow. You so imagine I have a if they many of the chickens and turkeys did not have bird flu. You know, next time Sorry. around they're going to adopt that policy for COVID in people. Sean, oh, <laughs> well, they will. That's uh, you don't think Newsom would do that? I do. That's uh, let's go back to these poor innocent animals, oh, okay. shall we? All right. Yeah, I mean, she had a lot of questions when we did those stories of uh. the women protesting at the games about the bird flu and why they have to kill all the chickens right. and turkeys, and hmm. that's the reason. The feds wow. are saying if you find one bird with the flu, and I don't know what they put, stick up the bird's beak or how they <laughs> test them for the bird flu. You have to kill them all. You do because you have to make sure the virus doesn't spread. Apparently wow. it spreads very rapidly. Wow. Can, can I, that has led to distressing scenes across rural America. In Iowa, millions of animals in vast barns are, oh, I can't no, read this. No, don't. Oh, let, let me tell her. No. Let me tell no, her. No, come on. <laughs> Of course, someone steps up. <laughs> millions right, of, I, I, I step away from the mic. Millions of animals in vast barns are suffocated in high temperatures or with poisonous foam. Yeah, and, and you know, some if you're going to have to do something like this, you can't come up with a more humane way to euthanize these these innocent, because I'm sure they're all innocent animals, or most of them are, even if they have the... I mean, they're still innocent. How, how are you going to? That's what she meant when she was yelling about roasting alive. That's yes. suffocating in high temperatures. How do right? you efficiently oh, kill 37 million birds? Well, I don't know exactly. <laughs> Walk around with little syringes and give. But them this is not injections. the way to do it. I mean, this this is this is barbaric. This is you can't inject gross. them 37 million times separately. I don't know. Well, that's not my problem, is it? <laughs> Well, what about, well, I mean, because when people get the carbon monoxide poisoning, isn't that kind of like, you know, in the garage that you just fall asleep, right? Yeah. Yes. Poisonous foam is a little weird. Too. And doesn't that sounds a little nasty, doesn't yeah. it? They're probably thashing around oh, the foam. Oh, yeah, so sad. Mm. Here, you want another one? No. No, please. In Wisconsin, lines of dump trucks have taken days to collect masses of bird carcasses and pile them in unused fields. Neighbors oh. live with the stench of the decaying birds. I was going to say, when it starts warming up, whew, yeah. that's, uh, that's uh, going to be rough. Here's how it works, I guess. Um, uh, migrating wild birds sometimes swarm above farms and they leave their poo-poo and it gets tracked into the poultry houses. That's how the bird flu spreads to the chickens on the farms. That's how the virus probably contaminated egg operations in Iowa, which produce liquid... And powdered eggs that go into restaurant omelets or boxed cake mixes. Yeah, you get a bird virus omelet. I, well, I you just don't eat. Uh, yeah, well, that, don't eat eggs. That's why she doesn't eat eggs. I only eat egg whites. Is it in the yolk? I'll have to ask the next time. Is there bird virus in the yolk or, or the whites? Or... Yeah, ask for virus-free whites. Virus-free whites. Yeah. Uh, further north onto the same migration paths lie Minnesota's turkey farms. Uh, and here's where we get the timber wolves which supply everything from deli meats to submarine sandwiches to whole birds for the holidays. Prices are soaring to records, heading to the fastest pace of U.S. inflation. So this is going to be uh, an expensive Thanksgiving, I guess, huh? It could be. You're right, because I didn't know the turkeys are going down, too. Right. Yeah. Uh, That's true. Wholesale egg prices touched a record $2.90 a dozen in April. Whole turkeys touched an all-time high of $1.47 a pound. 
So there must have been an outbreak among the migrating birds because they migrate every year and yeah. we don't have bird flu out. I mean, they're pooping every year. Yes. Yes. So and all it takes is one poop to drop on a farm and then a couple of chickens track through it and bring it into the poultry house and there goes the virus everywhere. So, uh, you know, we had this in 2015 and, well, sorry, Deborah, they killed 50 million birds by the end of the season. 50 million. See, if you 50. guys didn't eat... Meat, then we chickens wouldn't have this problem. Yeah, we we we, we um, wouldn't have to well, do this the mass chicken, murdering. The chicken and turkeys would never exist to begin with. No, oh, maybe they would. People have them as pets. Well, what are we getting? <laughs> not thirty-seven million of them. No, no not, not likely. <laughs> not. But they breed them, John, on purpose so that yeah, right, exactly. And, these and, lives wouldn't exist if it wasn't for us to eat. I'm sure that these animals would prefer so, not to be born than to be killed this way. <laughs> So they're trying to, boy, this is weird. They've beefed up security around the poultry houses, installing sound cannons to repel those wild birds who are dropping their poop. Or oh. even car washes so that farm trucks won't bring in contamination from one farm to another. Yeah, this I don't, I don't, think, they're trying I don't do. think you could stop uh, you think poisonous this is like bird wearing poop. a mask and socially yeah, Exactly. <laughs> yeah, this must have, come, must have come from the CDC. Yeah. Hey, we have a list of ineffective uh, methods to wow. stop disease. Some farmers completely uh, change their clothing and shoes before entering barns, well, making sure all supplies and tools are clean. They're doing it. But you're right. Weather and migration patterns are making it easier for the virus to win this year. Rare spring snowstorms are originating in the Midwest and traveling up to the East Coast. And the cold, wet weather keeps the virus alive for longer, That's helping right. it spread. That's right. And maybe, apparently the flu this year is more lethal than in the past. Maybe they should put little tiny masks on all the chicken and turkeys. I thought about that, but uh, then how are they going to eat? Then they'd starve to death. So what percentage is this of the total U.S. egg-laying hens? About 10%. There's 300 million birds. That's about as many people, right? Yeah. Yeah. There's a, ch- a chicken in every pot. But chickens raised for meat so far have been affected. These are the egg-laying uh, chickens oh. that have been affected by this. Yeah, so the price of eggs will probably go way up, too. I think <laughs> Just one thing after another. Yeah. Iowa's been hit the worst. One farm destroyed its giant flock of 5.3 million hens See, starting in late March. But this is why you can't have people pooping all over the city. The technique they used was the ventilation shutdown. Uh, yeah. It involves closing up barns so the temperatures rise and yeah. animals suffocate over hours. See, that's over hours. That's so cool. Ooh. Turkeys are killed by spraying a firefighting foam that yeah. suffocates them. Like the foam you see probably at airports. Um, you know, when a plane lands and they're oh, afraid yeah, right. it's going to... they run out there to turn right Right, through. they foam down the runway. They foam it down. In case there's a spark. Oh. So they're foamed to death. As we mentioned last week, one person involved in culling infected birds in Colorado did contract the avian flu. Oh. But the risk remains low of spreading it to other humans. Did they have to yeah. foam? did they tell us that about COVID in Wuhan? Did they have to foam <laughs> that guy? They don't think they foamed him. That's uh, what they ought to start doing. Flus that spread from animals to humans are a concern because in rare instances, you can get a pandemic, which is possibly how we got uh, COVID. Oh, oh you, we can get, a, we can get a, a bird flu pandemic in people? Uh, yes, I guess oh. we could, but I don't think it's as... Uh, then maybe we, got, we have to phone that guy. Wasn't there some sort of avian flu in Asia years ago? Remember that? Uh, I mean, it didn't really affect us. Yeah, yeah, there probably was. I don't know. There's there so story many for about a month. There's been so many scare stories that I just kind of lost track. Yeah, it's going to take them a year to recover from this uh, this setback of uh, 37 million chickens and turkeys. Wow. So Now, we know the vegan doesn't touch any dairy nope, foods either. I do so. not. All right. But uh, she's sad. I'm very sad. A sad day. It's yeah. a, it, it is a sad day. 
Yeah. All right, I'll, I'll, it'll all be uphill from here. I mean, downhill from here. We'll make sure the rest of the stories are... Can we find a sadder story? <laughs> uh, she asked all these questions, and I saw the story, and I thought of her. So, oh, so yeah. there you go. Thank you for that lovely update. <laughs> that should brighten your day, huh? Oh, yeah. Now you know exactly well, how Well, the thing they're... we didn't know is if, if there's one case that's supposed to cull the entire flock. It's yeah. just terrible, yeah. but... Uh, that's, uh, that's the way it is. All right, more coming up. John and Ken, KFI. We, of course, have the moist line in three hours during the 5 o'clock hour. We have a hack to put into the dumpster. It's another long overdue person, and there's several reasons why the committee voted to put this hack in a dumpster. So it's all coming up. We're going to have a chance after 3 o'clock to talk to a comedian who was at the Dave Chappelle show, and he has a story to tell about the security there at the Hollywood Bowl especially concerning this uh, aspiring rapper who attacked Dave Chappelle, the rapper that's being charged with a few misdemeanors. Did you hear that wiener? Mike Fuhrer said, there has to be some type of punishment. (laughs) (laughs) I might spank him myself. Trying to use this opportunity to get some limelight because he's running for mayor. (laughs) The only time reporters are paying any attention to him because he's involved in the prosecution now. Since uh, Gascon passed on it as a felony, it goes to the city attorney. It's for a felony. Charges. It's a, absolutely a felony. Yeah, Gascon is really on a suicide mission. Now, we have more on Gascon coming up after 2.30. Two more big stories that you have to hear. Uh, John's contribution to the show today is a column by John Tierney. Now, we were just talking about the bird flu, so we can swing over to COVID. Although there's two things I can't, well, I try to avoid. One, of course, is the nonsense about uh, the subvariants and the transmissions and it's still right. going on. And, yeah. But the one I also one I saw is, uh, and these stories are starting to grow. They're popping up day by day in a few more media articles. It's uh, people who are immunocompromised lamenting now that with all everybody else not wearing masks, they're at risk. Oh yes. Why can't we? Why don't we care about them? No, no you wear the mask. Yeah, but if it's, you... that's only one way. It's called one way masking. Right. But, it might, not, it might not work. Well, then, I, you know, then maybe you, 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 can't, you can't leave. Is, hasn't this always been a problem, though? Isn't this always uh, a problem every flu season? I mean, colds are constantly in the air. How, how, yeah, I, don't, uh, I don't understand this. See, that's, that's the whole victimhood mentality that's taken root in everybody's mind is like you've got some issue in your life and everybody else is now responsible. It's like, no, let's go back. Well, you to the could way- kill them. But it's always been that way, and you have to well, take you have to take your own protections. I think we have to argue, particularly like with the Delta variant, that it was taking out more immunocompromised people than your annual flu. I have to say that's that's probably right. True. But still, you have to take care of yourself. Hmm. Uh, this column basically is about uh, how we should learn the right lessons from our response to COVID, and uh, as you might expect. Uh, not big on the mask mandates, school closures, uh, even the social distancing. All of this may have been just uh, completely far over the top than we needed. It went, and it had no effect. It, it just didn't work. They're, they're comparing the states and they're comparing the countries. And looser states and looser countries had about the same incidences in, in terms of cases and deaths as, as ones with severe lockdowns. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, we've had our test. We had the laboratory test, and it turns out that all that facial masking really was just theater. He said was, uh, CDC leaders terrified the public with worst-case scenarios based on computer models. Remember, we covered all that in 2020. And then used those blatantly unrealistic projections to claim 
unprecedented power as an experiment with untested strategy. I remember this, and we, we were talking about this as it was happening. University the, of Washington. Remember that, 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 that place should be uh, just should be shuttered. Shut. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and turned into, uh, uh, I, I, I don't know, clown school. It, it's th- those those scientists, those experts in the University of Washington really are a bunch of bozos. They really are. All the stuff they released was wrong. It was wrong and wrong and wrong again because I tracked them. I tracked them for months. Every time they issued more guidance, more expectations, more computer modeling, I am telling you, I swear to God, they were wrong, and they were wrong by a lot. And if you remember, very early on, to justify the lockdown, Newsom said, we are going to have 24 million cases in the next eight weeks. Remember that? And that was justifying the lockdowns. Uh, that was yeah, justifying that was... his emergency order. Okay, that was wrong by about a billion miles. And, and I, th- these people have to be held accountable, and they should be forced from their jobs. They cause a lot of damage to people's lives. They're not experts. Their methods are stupid. Their models don't work. It's hocus-pocus witchcraft. Randomized clinical trials conducted before the pandemic repeatedly had shown that masks did little or no good. At preventing viral spread, which I found odd only because when we were talking about this two years ago, this was the Asian model because they had dealt with these kinds of uh, uh, flu outbreaks and they were all masking. And the, the I thought the conclusion was that was uh, helpful. I didn't say it stopped the virus completely, but I, I had read, I didn't read studies, but I had read reports that the, it seemed to be effective. Well, he right, writes saying that, that the- federal officials stubbornly ignored the hundreds of studies around the world showing that, in, except in a few isolated places, lockdowns did not reduce COVID mortality, mask mandates were generally ineffective, and senselessly harmful in classrooms. Yeah. And instead of heeding all evidence of their mistakes, officials did their best, did their best to suppress it and silence dissenters. And that's what was going on. Is remember, you couldn't pub- publicly question it. If if you you went on television, you would be you would be hounded and scolded. The the, the social media companies blocked you. They uh, they they threw you off the platforms. I I, I, I mean, remember I mean, what we all did because it's about the only thing we could look at back when this started in 2020 was to look at the Spanish flu. Remember from a hundred years earlier, and I remember seeing these charts. And yeah, it was the El Segundo Times that. Um, People did not socially distance at the beginning. That's why it spread so much, and there was so much death at the beginnings of the Spanish flu. Now, things were different then because that was killing younger people because it oh, their immune systems overreacted. Remember that? That was kind of what happened with that particular yeah. flu transfer. Whereas here, it was the elderly and the people with all sorts of uh, underlying conditions right. that were killed. Which they knew right away. In a rational society, you'd protect the elderly and protect the people who are, are uh, physically compromised in some way, and then you let everybody else live. That's what you would do in a rational society. Instead, by shutting everything down, they threw you know, tens of thousands of businesses out of business. I mean, look, the supply chain is still like, backed up and broken. Our economy is messed up with, with uh, crazy inflation. It was unnecessary. The repercussions are going to last for years. G- God, what they did to the kids. And the kids had the least chance of being harmed by this virus. By far, there was very, there's been very, very few deaths and very, very few cases statistically. 
and you took away a year and a half. I, I mean, I, you, they could not have botched this more badly. And, and, and people realize this as time goes on. Although, you know something? And what's what John Tierney writes about this. It's like when people invest uh, in, in, in something, uh, it's, I guess the whole, we as a group don't want to admit we're wrong. And, and, the, and he says, you see this phenomenon when college students are involved in painful initiation rituals to get into a fraternity, for example. After they survive it, they think, well, I, I guess that was worth it. You know, that made me tougher. It made me stronger. No, it didn't. But you have to justify the stupid thing you allowed these other people to do. It's called, social psychologists call it effort justification. Once people endure the pain, they convince themselves it must have been worthwhile, even though their reward is actually worthless. And, and that, is, that is a psychological phenomenon. It's some kind of coping me- mechanism, I guess. All right. When we come back, uh, it's not got a day goes by. We have another the George Gascon story to tell you about an outrage in the criminal justice system. Coming up next. John and Ken Show. Okay, if I... All right. Coming up after 3 o'clock, we're going to have a man who said that uh, he tried to alert security that Dave Chappelle's alleged attacker had snuck into the VIP area, but the security guard said, eh, dismissed him. Coming up after 3 o'clock, his name is Tehran Von Gosry. He'll be joining us. Uh, he talked to TMZ, and he's going to come on our show and give you his uh, firsthand account of what was going on behind the scenes when that uh, crazy aspiring rapper ran on stage and tackled Dave Chappelle, the rapper that will not be charged with any felony. The aspiring rapper. I know. People like <laughs> there was hope. The like aspiring there was hope. rapper. Um, okay. Yeah. Um, I tell you one thing, I keep seeing these stories pop up. Uh, Dave Chappelle is just, uh, he throws the N-word around pretty loosely, doesn't he? I'll just put it that way. <laughs> That's all. Oh, he doesn't care story. about anything. He, I guess he does. He says right? whatever he wants. <laughs> I know, and it's funny because I, a couple of people that went to his show and really like him, you know who, who was there? The New York City mayor went. Did you yeah. know that? Uh, I'd heard that, yeah. Right. Because uh, he, he doesn't spend much time uh, working. He, he goes out all the time at night. Oh, is that right? He, yeah, he goes to... Oh, they're already down on Adams? Yeah, the restaurants, bars, clubs. He's a social guy. He apparently got his uh, flight delayed coming back to New York, and the New York media made a big deal of that, and then I guess they dug deeper and found out he had come out here, among other things, for the Dave Chappelle show. Yeah. No, they're, they're having savage murders left and right uh, in New York City, and he said he was going to stop it, and obviously you can't stop it quickly, not right. with all the wacky laws and procedures no bail they have in New York City, but you know it, it's not a it's not a good look that you're yucking it up at a Dave Chappelle concert and people are getting murdered in the, murdered in the streets. They're allowed to have some off time. You can't no. make a big deal about that all the time. No, Remember, they're not, Trump was always golfing. No, they're not allowed to have off time. <laughs> oh, when the world is gone, well, you to didn't hell. complain when Trump was golfing all the time during COVID and everything. Well, it was it was be- it was better if he was at a golf course. <laughs> Oh, I see. Yeah, that is a good way to look at it. Some guys, it's better off. Uh, we have another George Gascon story, and, and actually, we weren't aware of this one, although it goes back to when Gascon first uh, took office as the Los Angeles County DA. Uh, we tried to get John and Tommy on, but he wasn't available today. He was the prosecutor on a case of a woman who murdered her four-year-old daughter. This happened in August of 2020. Tortured and murdered. Another one of these stories. Her name is uh, Akira Keishel Smith, a 36-year-old, charged with murder, assault on a child, and torture in the death of her daughter, Eternity Smith. That was the child's name. 
Here's where the story went foul for John Hatami. And this tells you all you need to know about Gascon. This woman had two previous felony strikes. She was conflicted of, convicted of inflicting corporal injury to a spouse in 2014. And then assault with a deadly weapon in another case in September 2016. Now, so under our three strikes laws, these went down as two strikes. That means you can get a bigger sentence out of this. Right. And these, these, are, these are violent acts. Right? Unquestionably. These are right. felonies. These are violence. Uh, I guess she beat up her husband. Yeah, we don't have details on, you know, and I hate it when you have to use the legal terminology. Well, conflicted of infli- cor- convicted cor- of inflicting corporal injury. Right. Well, corporal injury is bodily injury. Yeah. And a spouse is a spouse. And okay. then assault with a deadly weapon. All right. That's uh, that's uh, self-explanatory. So, so, um, John so what Gascon said, basically, and the directive was to Tommy, you're not going to charge her with those two strikes. You're not going to use them in this prosecution for the murder. Because Gascon did not want Akira Smith getting a, to 20, get a really long term. A 25 year minimum sentence. See, that was remember, the, remember, 15 years is allegedly all he thinks anybody should get. Even if you've tortured and murdered your little daughter and it's your third strike. That's who G- we're talking about. Gascon doesn't think you should get 25, 25 years. So he wow. was directed, Tommy was directed to try to remove her two previous strikes. He didn't want to do that. All right. So three days later, Gascon called to Tommy unfit and delusional, said, I'm going to discipline you. The reason this is coming out now is that Tommy's able to release the documents associated with the case because eventually we had a little sanity and a judge overruled Gascon and said, we're going to go with the strikes. Here's the evidence they had. Eternity, the girl who was killed, uh, the oldest brother in the family, said his mother was kicking and slapping his sister throughout the day, as well as choking her and kicking her while she was on the floor. A little four-year-old girl. Four-year-old girl. My mom told me to get her some food. She didn't want any of it. Yeah. That basically, she'd rather just starve herself to death and continue to live with this crazy, cruel woman. I, so about two months after a Tommy said Gascon tried to get Smith's prior strikes removed, an L.A. County Superior Court judge, James Chalfant, ordered Gascon to comply with the three strikes law. So at least in this case, we had somebody that overruled Gascon, but and in this case is still going through the well, system, because, so we don't know how many years she's going to get yet. Well, because what he's doing is illegal. And, and you have a judge stepping in on a district attorney who wants to... Uh, give a light sentence to a child killer to somebody who killed her own child. And this is one of Gascon's uh, first directives. Yeah. I, I mean, uh, he had just taken over in December of 2020 because he just got elected in November oh, of well, 2020. The first day he took office, he put out the directives. Right. So this is one and of he his hates the three strikes law. He tries to assault that whatever way he can. But the, the little girl, Against a woman who's already beaten up, I guess, other family members? To Gascon. Because they're dead and gone. He wants to just do something with the criminals, which he considers them to come from victimized backgrounds. This this is usually his uh, approach. But it's sick. It's really sick. He's mentally ill. He's mentally unfit. He calls Hatami mentally unfit. No, this guy, this guy Gascon has got a serious, I don't know if he suffered a brain injury or what. 
Uh, he's decided that nobody should serve long sentences. Well, that's, that's, that's not the law. Remember, he wants to go back and resentence people to get them out of that's prison. That's not the law. The law is what the legislature stipulated the sentences would be. That, that's that He could think and feel all he wanted. He could be Mr. Wacko Activist in the street and wave signs and chant rhymes and all that garbage. Go ahead. But when you're a district attorney, you're elected to enforce the law. Period. He represents the, the people of the state of California. You know how when you hear cases, it's like, you know, shampoo versus the state of California, right? He is the state of California, meaning representing all the people. The people voted for the representatives who mandated what the sentences are. It doesn't say except when George Gascon thinks he can override the sentence. No, that's not in the law. That's not in the three strikes law. That's just crazy. Yeah, the, apparently the judge said that the DA's disregard of the three strikes plead and prove requirement is unlawful, as is requiring deputy DAs to seek dismissal of pending sentencing enhancements without lawful basis. And that's what he put in the injunction to make sure that the strikes still got attached to this woman's case. All right, we got more coming up. John and Ken, KFI. All right, we'll be talking to a comedian who was there at the Dave Chappelle show the other night at the Hollywood Bowl. He has a story to tell about security and... The man that has been charged with attacking Dave Chappelle and what this comedian saw happening backstage gives us a little more of a clue. The El Segundo Times actually provided more depth that they got from the report on the assault to tell us a a bit more about that weapon, where it was and everything else. So we'll get to that right after the news at three o'clock. Well, if you have sixty three and a half million dollars is quite a piece of property that you might be able to buy on the west side this is in the Holmby hills area of los angeles it is a french chateau style mansion complete with 11 bedrooms 27 bathrooms why would you need if you have 11 bedrooms why would you need 20 it's more than two per bedroom i um i think i guess a lot of parties just no these these are ego bags just so they could tell people they've got the 27 bathrooms. I wouldn't want but, 27 bathrooms because that it's just a lot of cleaning and no, they're just not needed. You don't you don't need the 11 bedrooms either. It's just <laughs> to show off. That's kind of cool though. If you could invite like 10 friends over and Nah, they probably don't though. No, it's <laughs> you know, it it's 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 a just lot of times people this wealthy don't even stay at the home. They just buy it and they, it, and they go there once it, or twice a year. It, it 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 fulfills their ego. It makes their penis feel a little larger. Oh, yeah. Well, that's not in the ad for the house, but sure. Yeah, but the guy who buys it. Well, it's let's talk f- about the guy who has this house or did have this house. It's 33,652 square feet among the largest homes on the market in Southern California. But federal prosecutors announced this week that they want to seize the property. They believe it has come from the corruption of a powerful Armenian politician and his children. And it's by his children. These were his adult sons. It's quite a story. I'm not surprised it's a foreigner because a lot of these gigantic, oversized. And they're kind of garish. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of times this. You look at the photos of this place. It does look like I wouldn't say the White House, but it's something weird. Like the construction of it is uh, really over the top. Good windows, though. I like all the windows. Uh, Anyway. Yeah. So uh, that's what we're talking about here. Um, It was purchased in the year 2011. 
for $14.4 million. And I'm like, well, $63 million, but we'll get to it. Apparently, he tore down the old property and built this even oh, newer. Sure, the old property was a dump. It's probably uh, like a barn. I don't, no, it was not, actually. We'll get to that in a moment. Uh, so uh, apparently, the man we're talking about used to be Armenia's Minister of Finance. His name is Gagik. Uh, yeah. Gagik. Minister Katsitrian. of Finance? Well, where did he get his money from then? Mm-hmm. Uh, a little corruption, a little bribery. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, when you're the Minister of Finance. When you're Minister of Finance, th- th- those kind of bureaucratic jobs don't pay that government well. contracts. There's what else? Taxes. Boy, Boy and, and, he, and, he, and he goes to, uh, to Los Angeles to uh, spend the money? That, uh, it's a bit of money laundering, I would assume. Yeah. Get it out of the country. He and his two sons, and, and uh, they're facing criminal charges in Armenia, accused of providing more than $20 million in bribes. The Homely Hills property went on the market April 7th with a real estate agency that says it's got immaculate architecture, manicured landscaping, and your chance to completely customize the interior set. That's the part I didn't mention. The interiors have not yet been finished. What he did was just build the home and the grounds. How much do they think he looted Armenia for? <laughs> um, I mean, that that's a lot of money, even for, uh, you know, uh, some uh, bureaucrat embezzling. I, I know. So uh, some businessman in Armenia wanted favorable tax treatment. His name is Sedrak Arustamayan. I think I'm pretty good on that. Arustamayan. He entered into two fake loan agreements with this finance minister's adult sons. The first loan in 2009 was for $7 million, and another one in 2011 for $13.5 million. So you're beginning to see the money, John? Both loans bore agreements specifying when payment was due in terms of interest. But according to court filings, Arustamaya never received any interest or principal payments on either supposed loan. So he loaned the sons the money. He, but he didn't. He just, he, under the guise of a loan, he gave them $20 million. I see. Pretending oh. it was on, because he wanted favorable because tax he wanted, treatment from I, the father. I get it. Yeah, that's and the that, deal. And, that, and they made oh. it look like a legit loan, but instead, that's how he but, bribed them. Right. Oh. So one loan for $7 million, another loan for thirteen, but they're not loans. They were just um, fake loans. Wow, that is a big bribe. $20 million? Twenty million. That's a that's a fat bribe. Who knows how much he would have owed in taxes in Armenia that this guy helped him get? To, I would imagine a lot more than twenty million, right? Otherwise, he wouldn't have put up that I, much. Money. I know that's what I'm saying. It, it yeah. basically was a gift of twenty million dollars in order to get a break on the taxes. So, how much of a tax break did he get? How much? How much, how much in taxes was this guy uh, have to pay? How much is he going to save? You think? Yeah. Uh, so, to make use of the purported loans because they're fake. This guy and his sons formed multiple entities to receive, disguise, and conceal the illegal bribe payments, as well as their purchase of the property, which we said was another way to launder the money. More than $13 million was wired by uh, this businessman, Arustamayan, directly to a bank account. But days before the sales closed, he affirmed he would not hold title, relinquished any claim to the money. So you see, kind of left it there for the, uh, for the, uh, for the, for the sons, I guess, to buy this property, because it says soon after buying the home, which was previously owned by a Lionsgate Entertainment executive uh, by the name of John Feltheimer. Uh, they tore down the property and they hired a fancy architect who has built big estates for stars like Mark Wahlberg and Tom Brady and Wayne Gretzky. Oh, that Humby Hills neighborhood is where the Playboy Mansion yeah, there, it's was? Yeah, down the street, apparently. Yeah, right. 
and remember uh, Aaron Spelling, the Hollywood producer, he had like a hundred million dollar house yeah. years ago until he died. All right. So the uh, the the uh, Armenian businessman's son told the design team, oh, we want our children to attend school in L.A. We want the home as our family's residence, an elaborate compound, including rooms for the businessman father and the two sons and the daughter are all going to be living there, servants' quarters. So construction began in 2015, uh, but they never did the interior. They just did a lot with the exterior, along with the gardens. There's a pool and a spa. And then in 2016, well, the Armenian businessman uh, left office and the bribery scheme came to light. They discovered millions and millions of dollars in unpaid taxes owed by this guy I told you about, Sudamayan's companies. Right. Yeah. The guy who... uh... Paid yeah, the bribe. The guy who paid the bribe. Well, so. if he's got a bunch of companies, then, yeah, his tax bill could have been. Yeah, so they've all been charged. Um, <laughs> the sons have fled Armenia, though. <laughs> yeah, they'll probably, they'll probably never be uh, never be caught. I mean, they've got millions of dollars they can live off of, and who knows what the extradition uh, agreements are with Armenia. Now, here's the thing you didn't ask, Well, because I kind of wondered. It says here you can still buy the property. The federal government is willing to work out an agreement. Obviously, yeah, but they, want- they would they would get the proceeds because this is a they're basically in their papers saying that this house was acquired through. But it, it's sixty three million, you said. Yeah, that's the asking sixty three and a half million is the asking price. That's uh, a little tough. <laughs> Maybe you can negotiate it down. <laughs> All right. Coming up next, we're going to talk to a comedian who says uh, he was there at the Dave Chappelle show at the Hollywood Bowl and he believes he saw the Dave Chappelle attacker, and tried to do something about it. Coming up next. John and Ken show, and Deborah Mark has the news, KFI AM 640. Hey, Ken, did you know that gold is the only currency that's held its value since the dawn of money? Well, I did. Thanks to our friends at Legacy Precious Metals, the most trusted name in gold investing. Investing in gold protects you against inflation and gives you a hedge against stock market volatility. Don't leave your retirement to chance. Call Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or download your free investor's guide now at buylegacygold.com. That's buylegacygold.com. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh and Two Door Cinema Club.